Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. Hello and welcome to yet another edition of Plank of the Week. These come around very quickly now. There are so many planks we have to do them on a very, very uh, regular basis. I'm delighted to say as well that because we are now able to hire proper people to come in and do it, all sorts of people have now started to come back. Russell Quirk is here, Belinda DeLucy is here, and I haven't seen either of you guys for quite a long time. So welcome back to Plank of the Week. It's been a while, back to normality-ish. Back to normality, yeah, because I think it's probably the first time this year for both of you, isn't it? Yes, I think last time was just before Christmas. We I know. The Christmas yes, because we did yeah. the Christmas special, of yeah, course, yeah. Plank of the Year. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Plank of the Year is a runaway at the moment for Harry and Meghan. I mean, they're so far ahead of everybody else. I don't Already. think anyone's it's only May. They're the, gift, the gift that keeps <laughs> every, on giving. Every single week, uh, we have to carry somebody over from the previous week and every single week it's Harry or Meghan or both. They'd they'd hardly like to run out of steam. And it's going to be Harry, I'm afraid it's going to be Harry again this week for his latest outburst in which he's talking about his trauma uh, to Oprah in yet another series of television interviews. Mm. The Uh, shock of it. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sort of curious. Whilst they also seek to protect their privacy. Well, I'm curious about their definition of privacy. Mm. You know, they keep, I mean, they're literally not out of the papers for a day. Yeah. No. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Now, Belinda, I feel like I should offer you the opportunity to kick us off with your first plank of the week. Uh, yeah, so my, my first plank of the week is John Burko. Yes. He is fresh in my kitchen mm. of plankery because I only just saw him this morning. Yep. Um, and he was being interviewed and obviously doing the usual and claiming that Boris was a liar, lying yeah. about statistics and data. This is the same man who tried to kill Brexit by a thousand cuts right. and circumnavigated the PM in the cabinet, colluding with the EU, trying to rerun or, or, or scupper Brexit. This, yeah. this man is not a man of honour. He's certainly so, not. Um, but the funny bit came when late in the interview, he was talking about voting for Sadiq Khan. Yes. And um, that he was, you know, wonderful mayor and deserved another term. So that number one, bit bonkers. Well, I mean, the thing is, <laughs> as well, he's obviously on some kind of doing the rounds thing because he was yeah. on Question Time the other night as well, which I very yeah. rarely see. But I got, I was out so late on Thursday uh, from a lunch uh, that I got, I got home. Question Time was on, so I actually <laughs> just watched it for five minutes. <laughs> Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he was on that as well. And people are going, "Oh, isn't it great to see John Burko? Isn't he yeah. fantastic?" Do you think he's not? changed agent? Because actually, he's kind of fallen by the wayside yes. over the last few months. He we has. haven't seen him. Yeah. We? Well, I think he's desperate to get onto something like Strictly. You know, he, he wants to sort of go up the ranks and become a sort of D-list celeb and earn well, money his by his doing... dance partner would have to be pretty small. Tour, I was going to say that, but I thought I wouldn't. But <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> but, but I would like to say um, the, the, the thing he said that was I thought was quite funny is he said that he'd left the Conservatives and he was now soft left. 
and that this Soft was very left. stunning and brave for oh, him yeah. coming out. And yes. he said that he thought that the, the electorate would find that really authentic. Really? And I'm thinking, hang on a minute, mm. mate. 2016, when you were pretending to be conservative, yeah. you could have at least let the public know that you were, you know, one of Corbyn's lovies yes. and, uh, and back then. What exactly so, is soft left then? So who in the <laughs> Labour Party is he aligning himself with? Because it's not Keir Starmer, is well, it? Well, in his biography, he praised uh, Tony Blair a lot. Okay. While slagging off all his Tory well, comrades. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, there's nobody in the Labour Party that is aligned with anything, let no. alone each other. I think no. it's fair to And well, how I mean... dangerous for the Labour, par <laughs> Labour Party to be the home of someone like John Burko? Yeah. If it's perfect for do, someone do like John, <laughs> I mean, it's not, it doesn't bode well for the Labour Party. Do you think party. they won't be welcoming him with open arms, perhaps? I don't and, and, know. And isn't I think this he... just him being bitter and twisted because he didn't get a peerage? That as well. Well, it could I, be that, you see, because yeah. he might be hoping that you'll get nominated by the Labour Party That's since he's not going to get one from the Tories. It's his way to get a title behind the back. The back doors because he is. I mean, he's an incredibly self-serving individual. Yes, isn't he? he's a pompous, pumped-up little pigeon. You're absolutely right. I can't disagree with any of that. <laughs> but when you say pumped up, yeah. Well, no, no, it's his chest. You know, oh, he's right, all yeah. like he's very full of himself. Not, not vertically. Mm. Not vertically. Remember, he was done. He was accused of a lot of bullying when he left. He so, was actually, yes. You know, to stand high and mighty today, this morning on telly and, pre and you know, preach to everyone that he's now this gentle, sweet cartoon character of the soft left. We remember what you did, Burko, yes. and we're not going to forget what the the so live left is trying to do. I wonder if he'll come back eventually as a Labour MP. Then maybe it's not the peerage. Mm. Maybe well, good luck winning selected. a seat for Labour because at the moment it doesn't seem to be yeah. very easy for them to We'd do. We'd only be in London or Wales. Don't stand in Batley. Whatever London you do. or Wales. No, be London or Wales, <laughs> that'll be fine. Putney, you know, People's Republic of, or in fact, um, where else did they win something? They won something um, in a, in a, they won a West Yorkshire. An obscure mayor. Yeah, mayor of West Yorkshire, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. for the first time now you can be mayor of just a couple of random towns. Yeah. I mean, what's that all about? Yeah. Yeah, what is the point of it? But wasn't that the one where the MP stood? So now there's no yes, MP for that. There's town. no MP, and they're going to lose that share the job. Tracy, and take both who money. apparently used to be on Coronation Street. I'm not. Really? I'm not a fan of Coronation yeah, Street, but apparently she's an actress. Does a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit a little dull bit. at the moment. Yeah, it really is. But you I mean what? Oh, a nightmare. Anyway, we'll come on. I'm sure to Keir Starmer later on in the show. But mm. so, who's your first nomination? Well, I, I guess leading on from Belinda's, my my nomination is the entire London electorate. Oh. Um, all of you, by the way, all of you that voted for. Sadiq Khan, what yeah. a stupid thing to do. Um, so that, that man over five years, obviously had an extended term, yes. didn't he? so four years became five years, which allowed him to do even more damage yeah. than otherwise he would have done in four. Because actually he did most of the damage in the last year. Well, yeah, yeah, during he the, did. During so the lockdown, he started to close TfL, off half the city. Destroyed TfL right. not once but twice. Yeah. Has overseen an absolutely abhorrent increase in crime, particularly knife crime and murder. Um, and obviously, my my sweet spot really is, is housing. Yeah. Um, and actually, crunching the numbers on that, you know, what he delivered in five years versus what he actually pledged to, particularly affordable housing, right. the stuff that's really oh. important. Uh, he delivered about twenty two percent of what mm. he pledged he would. Mm. Um, and so, albeit on a reduced vote. The fact that so many people voted for Sadiq Khan um, when there were so many other candidates, of course. Sean there was Bailey, like 20 candidates. Laura, yeah, never seen um, so many Count Binface, who yeah. actually was a favourite of mine. Yeah. I think I would have put a cross in the box for yeah. Count Binface. Um, but Sadiq Khan's romped home, does another three years. Although he had less votes this time than he did last time, and he got a much Re smaller yes, margin of victory. Reduced share of the vote. But, yeah. um, I mean, how bad... How bad has a politician got to be mm. not to get re-elected, given his track record? I know. And he brought the, the office of the London mayor into such disrepute by doing that ridiculous childish balloon of yep. the president, of whatever president you think Trump, of yeah. Trump. To, yeah. I, I'll never forget how embarrassing it yes. was mm. to have the president arrive in this ridiculous balloon being sanctioned by our mayor. I know. I know. And he, he brought the office to such, basically in the ditch, and he hasn't mm. lifted it up again. And I, no. am, I am disappointed. No, I think he, as long as London is represented by him, it will always 
sometimes be a, you know a bad thing yes. because yeah. you know we can we have no I mean as a as a London funny enough he put a tweet out just after he won thanking everybody that voted for him but also saying you know I intend to give a voice to all those people uh, even those who didn't vote for me mm. to which I said well you haven't given me a voice and you never agreed to come on my show mm. yeah. he didn't answer it and so I expect nothing's going to change. Yeah. No, he'd be way too chicken to come on your show. He though. would be, yeah, And it was interesting, within minutes of him being re-elected, he broke the law. Did you see as he walked no. into the London Assembly, oh, yeah. he hugged everybody. Did he? Which, of course, you know, at that point, two or three days ago, was still yes. illegal. One rule for thee, one rule for of me. Course, right. Of course, of course. I can't believe we live in a country where it's illegal to hug anyone, by the way. <laughs> oh, who's listening to that? I mean, and, and, and worryingly, there are the people who do listen to that. No, there are. That's slightly scary that no. there are people well, waiting did you see? to be told they can hug. The most ridiculous thing that I've seen, I think, over the course of the last year is the ludicrous question that get asked at these press briefings because I think it was Romilly Weeks from ITN yeah. who actually said to Boris Johnson you know who should we hug? You're going to hug. And who and who are we allowed to hug? The, the member of the public, the question before, did you see? The member of the public that asked, asked mm. the question said, can you explain the difference in the different COVID variances in terms of yeah. infection and death rate? Right. Brilliant question for a member of the public. Right. Um, and then as someone put on Twitter, you know, isn't it incredible that a professional journalist that's in the press pack yeah. then goes and asks such a ridiculous question? Really who are you going to hug? Yeah. They're going to be hug waste booths of skin. soon. Little hug booths set up along yeah, I mean, sort of street centres and, and shopping centres for people to, to re-educate themselves onto how to hug right. yeah, properly yeah. and COVID compliance. You just have hugs. to ask Kay Burley and, um, and, and Beth Rigby how to hug because yeah. they were hugging last Christmas, That's weren't true. they? Well, they were. Or Leila Moran, of course, who yesterday said that uh, actually you shouldn't be given discretion in terms of who you should hug. Really? You should true. be told well, she'll by hug the anyone, government. though, because she's pansexual. Well, presumably that means so she, she can, can hug, hug anything and everything. Anything. Yes. Anything. Including, um, including your Cats, laptop, um, yep. including you, you, me. I'm excited. I'm turning into such a hug tart. The more I'm told not to hug, I just want to go out and grab people and just give them a big Hug tart squeeze. sounds a good word. Hug tart. <laughs> sounds like some kind of strange biscuit. That, that you should be a hashtag. That's true, actually. That Maybe should be your hashtag. Hug tart. Maybe you are. I can't say. Um, well, I'm going to stick with your original John Burko, and I'm going to go with GMB as planks because they've hired the most hated man in Britain mm. to try and be the new Piers Morgan this week, Alistair yeah. Campbell, mm. uh, the man who'd sexed up the dossier that led us into war with Iraq, mm. uh, the man who is certainly suggested to have been involved somehow in the death of uh, old Dr Kelly, yeah. uh, even though I'm sure that's not true. But, uh, I mean, if nothing else, he may have driven him to mm. committing suicide. I mean, everybody hates Alistair Campbell. Mm. And every single um, reaction to him being on has been negative yeah. because aside from all of that anyway he's just not a professional presenter no. and people think that it's an easy thing to do to go on television and be mm. a presenter but it really isn't I mean you know, Piers Morgan was very good at it yeah. and he was engaging and he actually made Susanna Reid look good I'm nothing against Susanna Reid but without Piers Morgan um, she's much less than 50% yeah. of the she's show. She's a mannequin. She's much less than 50% of the show, because you have to remember she came from the BBC, and everyone who comes from the BBC inevitably is a little bit bland. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she's desperately trying now to be serious, which is a really bad idea, yeah. Yeah. because she should be fluffy. Yeah. Not because she's a woman, yeah. but because that's the show. Yeah, but and the show is witty. not, you know, and, and yeah. funny, and she should be making fun of Alistair Campbell. Yeah, but instead, to your point, yeah. it's all about, you know, mental health, and they're all sort of stroking yeah. their and, chins. And Alistair and Campbell, saying, this morning, to your point, lambasting liars. You think, mm. wow, you know, that's uh, pot takes some doing. It's pretty yeah. sweet coming from him. And, 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 and a man that definitely needs a charisma transplant, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he well, really does. Actually, I think he's probably one of the most charismatic from the left because they're so thin on the ground. <laughs> the it's so hard to find someone who's jazzy and quirky, because mm. often to be fun, you have to be a bit risky, yeah. risk-taking. You've got to risk to offend, risk to make jokes. The left don't make jokes anymore. No. The left and actually, don't. <laughs> so and actually he can be, I mean, he can be quite cutting and he can be quite funny. No. I mean, you know, because I've known Alistair Campbell for many years, as, as most journalists have, and he can be very horrible as well. But, I mean, obviously he's been given this kind of, you know, license to be 
a presenter and they're probably directing him and telling him what to say and what not to say and it's just not really working. Well, and also he's kind of a self-ordained mental health champion now, which yeah. I don't want to be cynical, but has he got a book out soon? Well, he's uh, always got a book out because he continually writes chapters of his, or new chapters of his diary. So, yeah. I mean, his diary, diaries have sold very well. But I mean, he is. I mean, he is a manic depressive. There's no question about that. And, and as much as that doesn't mean he can't do certain things, it does mean that he's not what you might regard as somebody who um, is always going to come bouncing into the studio yeah. with a smile on his face. No, and I he's guess... talking about these serious things. And it's not what GM. And this is the reason I'm putting. World, G, I'm not making yeah. him the plank. I'm making GMB the yeah. plank because it's called Good Morning Britain. It's supposed to be a bright, yeah. breezy, I airy a kind of, of show. A bit nice. of jazz hands. A bit of showbiz. <laughs> yeah. You know, a bit of reality. You know, a couple of arguments with people, but good-natured kind of banter, which is what Piers and Susanna were all about. Mm. But since Piers is gone, yeah. they've you know they've lost seventy-nine percent of their audience. It doesn't surprise me at all. So they've it's still got twenty-one percent of that. They, well, <laughs> mind you, that was a week. Ago, that was about a week ago. They could have they could have lost eighty-five percent by now. Yeah. But it's just awful now. But look, he's it winning. Is, we're yeah. talking about him, and this is Alistair. the thing. Yeah, you see, he is being talked about, whether you like him or not. And I think that's one of the reasons they made him yes, president. Yes, maybe, but it won't make him better. President. Yeah, but it, it won't. But it won't. Yeah, but the trouble is, the problem with television and radio is, I know very well, is that it's all very well getting somebody to to watch your show. But they have to like it, yeah, or hate it. Mm. If, if, yes. they, if they're kind of in the, somewhere the in between, kind of yeah, that works. yeah. Mm. So people used to love peers or hate peers, but they all watch it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. with this, you kind of just go, "It's not very good." Yeah. It's not because you don't like him; mm. it's just not very good. Mm. You know, I mean, Howard Stern always used to say that if you like Howard Stern, you listen to him for twenty minutes. If you hate him, you listen to him for half an hour. Yeah. And that's kind of you know that's the trick. True. That's the trick. And peers is, must be sitting around. You know, just laughing his socks off. Yeah. Mm. You know, because yeah, it was probably it. the best thing that ever happened to him, as it was to leave the mirror. Yeah. To leave GMB. Yeah, that's true. Mm. You know. So, who's your yeah. second? So, my second is the New Zealand Olympic Committee. Yes. <laughs> because now I'm slightly slightly wary about uh, making them a plank this well, week. Well, because you might I, be cancelled. I feel like, by the mass I, like I'm going to hear sirens <laughs> and the police are going to take me away at any moment. But I've got to say it. Um, the New Zealand Olympic Committee um, have come out this week saying it's highly likely mm. they're going to include uh, a trans woman mm. called Laurel Hubbard yep. in their weightlifting women's category in the Tokyo Olympics. Right. Um, and this has set off a load of alarm bells, of course, mm. and people would prefer no one to talk about it. And in fact... Yeah, she's just supposed to pretend it's not happening, right? And as a woman, if I complain saying, hang on a minute... Um, Laurel was once male, didn't transition till his uh, her thirties, right. and uh, and in her thirties she she had previously competed as a male in weightlifting and not got any medals. Right. Now she's competing in the female category, and female weight weightlifters that comp complain that have worked their whole lives, become the best in their country, only to face a male at the Olympics. If they complain, they're told to shut up, mm -hmm. sit down, be silent, or you'll lose your sponsors. And that they're transphobic. So right. this basically is could Lauren be the beginning. Is winning lots of uh, Well, Lauren's going to win. Uh, he won two. She. He, she won. She. I have to say she. And this is no disrespect. <laughs> Seriously, it's no disrespect to the trans community. Tread <laughs> carefully, no. <laughs> okay, because no, I No, listen, really I did this last week with Emily Carver because she was talking about Edinburgh University and how you now have to sign off your yeah. emails with your pronouns so he she yeah. you know I had to, she had to explain so cisgender knows, to me yeah, yeah she had to yeah, explain yeah. cisgender to me which I didn't know was a bad and thing and cisgender privilege by the well, way well cisgender apparently is a bad thing did you know that no no I didn't, one, I didn't know what it was but then I found out I was one uh, I then realised I was in the wrong somehow yes. immediately yeah. Yeah. by Not being just cisgender wrong, yeah. but you could lose your job yeah. as a female weightlifter now you could lose your sponsorship if you dare complain that now, right at the top of your game, you have to compete against a 43-year-old biological 
male who has better shouldn't bone density, be, muscle shouldn't mass. Shouldn't she be um, disqualified on the grounds of age? What's a 43-year-old um, well, doing the, the Olympics? Well, this thing. Much older males, a man, she's still going to outlive 25-year-old women. She's going <laughs> to win everything. Go I'm, figure. It's there don't should bother. be no such thing as female sport no. at school because there's no point. Well, the Olympics no. started in 1894. The, the modern, modern game as we know it today, and it was only male. And women had to work really hard to get their own category. Mm. It wasn't until 1928 that we started to get some equality at the Olympics. Right. Full circle, right the way around to 2021, and we no longer have a women's category anymore. Mm. And, it, and it's wrong, it's and bizarre, people need to it? have the courage to be disliked and come out and talk about it, just like Caitlyn Jenner. Mm. And actually, many trans women are not pro this at all. They well, just want to be left alone. Look at alone. what's happened to um, J.K. Rowling, yeah. you know, who came out and was actually disowned by all the people that appeared uh, and have become millionaires thanks to her in all the Harry Potter films. Yeah. All the actors came out and, 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 and investigated her because she doesn't believe that mm. if you've got a penis, you can be a woman. Yeah, female well, biology it's not that radical, is, it? is not, <laughs> not transphobic, right? I mean, imagine, <laughs> right? imagine going, what? I know. What, sorry? No, they threw her under a bus too. So unfortunately, the New Zealand Olympic Committee gets it this week because they're the first big committee that come out saying that they're, they're wanting a male to compete in a weightlifting competition with females. It's not right. Amazing. You're going to have to go far to beat that one. Okay, well, <laughs> what have you I'll, got for us? I'll have a good go. Talk, talking of strange women, um, my next nomination is Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yes. Um, on the basis, we love Gwyneth. We, we love, we love Gwyneth. So uh, it's, it's reported through The Guardian, who have apparently interviewed her, uh -huh. that whilst the rest of us have been suffering immeasurably in lockdown, yes. you know, people have been losing their jobs, they've been losing their businesses, uh -huh. people have been dying, of course, let's, uh, let's not gloss over that. No. Um, Gwyneth apparently this week was asked by The Guardian mm. what her lowest point was mm. during the lockdown. Oh. Um, and apparently her lowest point point was the fact that she not only had to eat bread I mean can you bread imagine having Blimey. to eat the bread horror. I mean that, that, let that, them that eat must, bread that's a low of all lows yeah. um, she resorted to drinking up to two cocktails every evening uh, which she kind of uh, seems to want to thrash herself to within an inch yes. of her life over because right. apparently it's a very very bad thing um, and of course this is from the woman that apparently just spent eight thousand uh, dollars on a hiking necklace um, what? and has candles that a smell hiking. of a hiking necklace eight thousand dollars on a necklace to wear when she goes hiking that's how messed up this lady is. Right. Um, and of course, she's the purveyor of candles that smell um, like... Like a lady garden. Like lady bits, like <laughs> vaginas. Um, so I've always wanted one of those. Yeah, so yeah. she's not messed up at all, but what an utter plank of a woman. I know. It's, it's totally really peak, peak Gwynny. I these, love it. Yeah, these people are absolutely so out of touch, aren't they? I mean, I was laughing yeah. the other day. I mean, having said that Harry's going to go, I might have to make it Harry and Meghan who carry over because Meghan, of course, appeared on, uh, on some other TV show. Uh, I think she was broadcasting to a crowd of people at a live event that she couldn't turn up at, mm. talking about how terrible it had been in the lockdown and the pandemic for, for women, mm. and particularly women of colour, while wearing an 18,000 pound Cartier watch <laughs> which was gifted to her by Harry which used to belong to Princess Diana yeah and you're actually no, sitting I, there going yeah it's been terrible no, 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 but, your but watch they, is worth 18,000 yeah, yeah, quid yeah, yeah. But, but but they genuinely think these these woke celebrities I mean that, that they have been disadvantaged yeah. by something that of course look to the rest of it is absolutely pointless and meaningless um and and you know the the how out of touch how elitist how privileged these people are I mean but then to say it mm. so to think it is one thing yes. but to say it to the bloody guardian oh, I know. so that it's going to be as if you're going to get everywhere. and it will yeah. give you some sort bread, of victim bread. look at me, look at me. I mean, and I bet the cocktails are made out of quinona and kelp no, and yes apparently so wheatgrass yeah. <laughs> is, she, is she saying that eating bread is a bad thing then? yes is that, is that yeah. why no, it's no, bad? No that's how it got to her it, it affected her mental health so much she had oh, to resort to bread okay yeah so it's a bad time for her it's definitely first world do we know what sort of bread it was was it sourdough 
you know. But I'd love you to get so, I'd love you to get her on your show and ask her. Oh please! I'd love to get Gwyneth on the show. I like I don't want her to go away. I love these characters that you can have a bit of a giggle about, and her whole uncoupling from Chris Martin. Yeah, the uncoupling. And Bill Gates now talking about we're just not on the same path anymore. We're not going together. About his wife. I'm thinking you've been married for 30 years. The last thing on my mind is whether I'm growing together with my husband. Don't you think there's something going on there? Do you not think that she's got somebody else? Because there's no reason why you would split up after 27 years of marriage. Well, don't forget, Jeff Bezos is also to split up, isn't he? So yeah, but he had somebody to go to. That's why he split up, though. I mean, the point is, is that if you're in a marriage for 27 years and you're not on the same path, you just carry on, don't you? You just go. I'll see you at the weekend. You know, probably have separate bedrooms. You might go and have an affair or something. But you wouldn't actually split up. It's too complicated. Well, nothing wrong with some comfy slippers and a pipe. Exactly right. Nestle in. I'll take your word for it. Comfy slippers and a pipe. Some bread. Some bread. Make a night of it. I love it that carbs has become like the swear word in some parts of. But it just seems to me that if you would only leave your husband and/or wife because somebody else wants you to. Yeah, I want Ricky Gervais back to have a word about um, Gwyneth and Bill Gates because I think he'd do a fantastic scene. You really do miss... <laughs> oh, it, it, I miss Ricky no, Gervais. It's a whole comedy set. It's not just yeah. 10 minutes as we've I mean, that's, that's why set. the Oscars were so boring because he, yeah. he wasn't hosting it and he wasn't <laughs> making fun of everybody because they really do deserve it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, last time I saw her, she was doing this gloop uh, thing, doesn't she? Yeah. She does this gloop mm. website where she was steaming her vagina. I don't know what it is with her and her vagina, but she was steaming it. I don't know, you know, I don't know why you would do that. I don't have one. Maybe I think, so. she has I think Chris, Chris Martin, her husband, who I presume is still her husband, yeah. bears some responsibility. I, I, think, I think he's given her maybe vagina they, trauma or something. Are they I, not I, divorced? Aren't they divorced? I don't know. Who knows? And well, then yeah, they've uncoupled. They are divorced, I think. I think so, yeah. He's now reevaluating his life, apparently. So who, who got custody of the basket of fruit or whatever their or apple. whatever their kids are called? Apple, is what is apple, pear apple, and yeah. cherry or something. I don't know. Oh, it's lovely. I hope they never disappear because <laughs> they're such fun. <laughs> yeah, he's apparently re-evaluating his life because uh, he's worked out while the lockdown's been on that there's more to life than being a self-obsessed millionaire rock star, yeah. apparently. Maybe um, he's re-evaluating his life because he thinks his wife's a bit of a nutter. Well, there is that. <laughs> he's also moved on as Chris Martin, hasn't he? You yeah. know, um, you know, he's not short of uh, lady friends, I think. No, not at all. And they all seem that. to follow the same sort of similar pattern. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's always point being a rock star being married, is there? I mean, exactly. sorry, call me old-fashioned. Yeah. No, you've got to go and have some fun. I've always wondered why you would be married. I mean, it's wow. like the Rolling, when the Rolling Stones start taking their wives on tour, you kind of go, maybe it's mm. time to give up. Well, especially if you're wandering around the house suffocated by the smell of vagina smelling candles, I suppose. <laughs> well, yeah, and steam. <laughs> I was given and that candle. Freshly baked and, bread. And it's actually you were really given like, the candle. I was given the my, does it? Can I just ask, very discreet, does it bear any resemblance? Well, um, it's very musty. Are we allowed to do this? So, um, <laughs> well, I we'll don't know whether there's incense around her lady garden while she was, you know, ta- taking the, the, the scent for the candle. Mm. But it's very musty. Um, I don't particularly recognise it. The but it's, it's very pleasant. It's the quite, candle. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's good marketing, I suppose. Because again, fantastic. we're all I mean, talking she's about a genius. it. That's yeah, why yeah. I love Gwyneth. We can take the Mickey out of her, but I do like. Yes. Her. she's quite. But fun. they're probably five hundred quid. She is quirky. I don't, I don't I'm know. sure I they are. It, I'm sure so. they are. Absolutely <laughs> right. Right. My second one has to be <laughs> Keir Starmer, Sir Keir yeah. Starmer, because the Labour Party have had for even for them the week from hell, and I mean they are about as useless a political party. Uh, as any political party that has ever been. When you think back to kind of, you know, the party of Clement Attlee, who formed the uh, NHS, uh, the party even of Harold Wilson and the white heat of the technological revolution of the 60s, even Jim Callaghan, you know, was better than... By the way, he was the last properly elected 
um, Labour Party Prime Minister before, well, you know, if, if you take... 1976. Yeah. If you take away the Blair years, right, and everybody in the Labour Party would like to, because they don't like Tony Blair anymore, they think he was a bit of a rotter, and they don't and actually... And he was a bit of a Tory centrist yeah, kind yes, of thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. They don't, don't want him back. They'd you know, rather be out of power protection. Yeah, they'd yeah. much rather be out of power protection. So 1976 is the last time they actually elected a proper what they regard as Labour Prime Minister. I mean, that's ridiculous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think see any chance that they're ever going to be elected again. He's managed to lose Hartlepool, right, which is what you would have to be describing as probably, I think it's been well, it's Labour. It's never been Tories. Oh, no, it's I been, think uh, it was Tory, Tory in, the in the 50s, I think, yeah, yeah. somehow. I don't know how that happened. But maybe. even under Corbyn, two MPs got elected in yeah, Hartlepool. Right. So for Keir to have lost... Yeah. Well, what what must you be thinking as a party? You know, Corbyn apparently was terrible, so you mm. replace him with Keir Starmer, who's immeasurably worse. Yeah. I mean... But also, he just can't get anything right, can he? I mean, he goes to a pub in Bath, he gets thrown out. Thrown out yeah. I mean, that was ridiculous. Yeah. And the but, guy's but, but, going, I'm a Labour voter. But, but what's worse, the, the election defeat, the humiliation for Starmer, where, of course, he said that he was going to take full responsibility and 24 hours later took full responsibility by sacking Angela Rayner. Right, except he couldn't even do that right because no. he sacked Angela Rayner from the job that nobody knew she had. Yeah, and, and gave her another still, job that didn't exist. Yeah, yeah, and she's now still got the job that everybody thought she had, yeah. so she hasn't actually been sacked at all. Yeah. And yesterday, she yeah. was pictured standing with him looking as if everything was all sweetness and light, even though she's been fired. Mm. Do you feel a bit God. sorry for Keir, though? Well, I mean, I'm he's got beginning... to juggle momentum on one side with the sort of Tony Blair lot, Adonis lot, on the other side. Yeah, no, I don't. He took the job. Oh. You know, he must have known you know, what, what the job entails, yeah. having seen what had happened to Corbyn and Ed Miliband, of course, before. So, no, I don't think we should feel sorry for him. He's making Ed Miliband look like quite a good leader, though. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll come back. I mean, back. that's extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the biggest mistake, yeah. though, of these of these Labour leaders and, and, and cabin, uh, shadow cabinet um, MPs is that they forget they are stained um, from the Brexit years. Yeah. You cannot... Uh, actively try and overturn someone's vote and not be tainted with it for the rest of your life. They just think, oh, the electorate well, would have forgotten about that. And we were yeah, only exactly. trying to save the people from themselves Exactly right, anyway. but that's why they lost Hartlepool, because and they put yeah, someone up that not only lost his seat because he yeah. was yeah. basically a, was Remainer, a Remainer, and yeah. lost his seat because he was a Remainer, yeah. thinking that they could put him into a seat where they voted 70% to leave the EU, right. and it was all going to be okay. Mm. Yeah. Of course it's not going to be and, okay. And Keir was terrible during the grooming gang scandal, and, and Labour was all... People haven't forgotten yeah. what Labour did. Right. Rotherham now, I think, is a Conservative council majority, yeah. so we'll, we'll hope to see some change But that's there, the other thing that we, that, we, that, that we don't know all the details of because you don't retain it. But an awful lot of Labour Party councillors have now been kicked out uh, and have been replaced by Tory party councillors. I think it's about yeah. 58 or something. Yeah. And it's extraordinary how they've managed to just lose the grip of what was a quite a good opposition. Even with Corbyn, yeah. they yeah. had an opposition. Yeah. They had a they had a point. I mean, Keir Starmer just doesn't have a point. He, I mean, he, if he was ringing the show, you'd go, "What's your point? Yeah. Get well, on with he, it." He's, what are you going to tell he's me? famously called Captain Hindsight. He is because, yeah. of course, you know, he looks back and he also tries to <coughs> lobby for something to be done that he knows oh, the Conservative no, government are about to do. Um, but look, no personality and look, no policies. You can't just sit there as a goal well, hanging member. This is member the guy, of the right? This is the guy who, in the last um, or in the, in, the, in the Brexit sort of situation, basically in, in the Theresa May election, said, "Well." if you're a Remain constituency, we're for Remain. Mm -hmm. And if you're a Leave constituency, we want to leave. <laughs> yeah. And you go, what, do you think they're not talking to you're each other? You're going to get away with that. You know, yeah. that's not going to work, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But Mike, how do you then um, explain why Oxfordshire and Cambridgeshire lost their Conservative councillors and went for Labour councillors? Well, this because isn't talked about chipping, very much. Well, chipping Norton, right? And Wales is all Labour yeah. now. Well, Wales, well, I was saying this earlier in the week, that the, the proper opposition now is in Scotland with the SNP. Mm and with Drakeford in Wales. There is no opposition to the Tory party no. really in England. But for Chipping Norton, which is one of those kind of rather cosy, it's a bit yeah. like um, 
what do you call that, the, the, the Midsummer Murders kind of place. Yes. You know, it's very white, very middle class, and it's very kind of remainery. It's right on. Yeah. It's right on. Yeah. So it's like perfect, Putney. Perfect for so perfect for Labour, yeah. It's I mean, a reflection not, of the London election. Yeah. It's I mean, literally listen, John Burko's dream. Yeah, place. in 2019, <laughs> the only constituency they gained was Putney. Yeah. And you go, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so they lost Blythe Valley, which yeah. used to be a mining community before the Tories destroyed it, mm. which has now gone Tory, mm. and they've got Putney. Yeah. And you go... But so the intellectual left it's, it's elite down, are the ones all, that vote Labour. It's yeah. not so much the wheel tappers and shunters working men's club. It's all down the half moon for a bit of jazz yeah. on a <laughs> Sunday <laughs> afternoon. The Emily Thorne. You know. Jazz on the pandas. <laughs> Tom Wells. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. That's exactly. It's very bizarre. So Keir Starmer, I mean, I don't think you'll see out the year. I think the Labour Party will defenestrate him in some way uh, and will find somebody else yeah, hapless but, but, but to run But that's the question. Who? I was literally sitting there at the weekend thinking, mm. actually, who on earth would they... Who, who could they possibly mm. select that would be better than Keir Starmer, mm. better than Jeremy Corbyn. Um, I mean, Andy Burnham's had a great yeah. showing, of course, in Manchester. Yeah, but he's, but he's run got twice to be an MP. and lost, though. Yeah, but he's got, well, yeah, but maybe, you know, come back, all is forgiven. He's a cunt. But he is I'm popular, not in favour of Andy popular in Manchester. Yeah. Popular in Manchester. But then he's got to come back and so he has to win a by-election, become an MP. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what their alternatives are. They haven't got anybody I like else. The few, like no. Caroline and Paris have thought they should actually elect a woman. Caroline yeah, Flint was I'm good. Really like I mean, Caroline wouldn't it be Flint? nice Where's if they she? actually managed she? to find, instead yeah. of firing women out of the cabinet, how about you actually elect one? Well, it depends yeah. if they can exactly. define what a woman is, because they're well, obviously pros that Maybe they should, maybe should get that. <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe get that, that bloke from New point. Zealand to run. Yeah. You know, he could be the first female leader of the Labour Party. But Labour needs to be good. The Tories, <laughs> exactly. The Tories need a good opposition, otherwise they, they go do. off the path and they become yeah. all wet and liberal again. We need. As they have. Well, you know, let's just see where Boris takes the whole climate change thing and hope he doesn't take it too far. But a lot went to the Greens. Yeah. as well, which was interesting, because you'd have thought... Yes, because why vote Green if you've already got the Tories? But yeah. I was talking to Richard Tice about this the other day, and he said he thinks there's space now on the right of the Tory party yeah. for a second party, because they've gone so far towards the middle um, that actually, you know, not necessarily as, as right as Brexit party, but, yeah. but right, of the, right of Boris anyway. And maybe yeah. that's where the future but the, lies. But the danger is that splits the vote, of course, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, which is kind of what happened in London, I think, you know, because you had so many right-leaning candidates mm. that it let Sadiq Khan back in with only, you know, 5% more yeah, than Yeah, I guess Sean if Bailey. you'd taken five of those out, maybe he would have won. Yeah, that it would have been, been identical, 40-40. Although people said to me, imagine what would have happened if Sean Bailey had won. He wouldn't have known what to do, because he wasn't expecting to win. <laughs> yeah, but the polls were no idea. Yeah, because yeah. the polls convinced people that Sean didn't have a chance yeah of winning, so people then, I think, were more relaxed with their vote and put it with people that they didn't really, they mm. knew weren't going to win. And I think if the polls had been more honest and real, more people would have thought it's well, worth voting for Sean. And, and, and dare I venture, him. if the Conservative Party had got behind Sean Bailey yeah. properly, which no, they, 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 they really down, didn't do. They, let, they hung him out to try. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they didn't fancy it. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, so number three right, for you. Right, so number three is uh, my favorite Frenchman, Macron. Yeah. Uh, he is my plank. Um, and I would like to ask, did any of you start humming that, who do you think you want to Mr. <laughs> Macron, when you saw that, uh, that image of Jersey with all the retreating French boats? Wasn't um, that great? <laughs> I, I loved just, that. I, I mean, you know, was, we were literally cheering from the rafters here at Talk Radio, because you yeah. can imagine. Because apart from the fact that it was election day, yeah. which is normally quite a boring day, so you can't do any politics anyway, right, because yeah. people are going out to vote. And we were like, this is, this is amazing, because you knew it wasn't going to come to anything. It was yeah. just going to be a waste of everybody's well, time. Well, also, I mean, he reminds me a little bit of that um, lion from Wizard of Oz. It's like, let me at him, let me at him, let him <laughs> You know, against the British Navy. It's just never going to work. And, and poor Jersey, all they were doing was adhering to the Brexit agreement. Right. French fishermen need a licence right. now. And also they've granted loads of licences, right? They've granted them, but the French fishermen were like, I'm not going to change anything. I'm going to have the fish I had before Brexit and started threatening to blockade. Then the French were like, right, we are going to cut off the electricity. Like blooming Putin or something. But you know what was even more amazing was all these kind of Ramonery types who were like, this is what happens because of Brexit. We're going to war now because of you idiots, you know. And then it was like, so you're unhappy with the fact that we're defending our own Channel Island, but you don't care that the French actually threatened to cut us off from electricity. I mean, they don't, should they be, don't care about that. The yeah. Liberals that's okay. should that's okay. be absolutely horrified mm. by the threat of a small island having its electricity cut off by a massive, powerful France. Yeah. And of course, Macron, he's trying to do the whole I am big, I am strong muscle man. Except he's not, is he's he? Not, he's not, not big not, or strong. The, the irony of... Uh, a, he's a, a sort kind of, of French burko in that yeah. area. The oh, irony of him. a French move, a French attack on, mm. on us or anybody else, they've never won anything in their bloody lives. No. France. Well, and did you hear what the UK Couple of World Cups, I did look this up. One of the UK... Uh, I think anonymous diplomat had said that um, Macron <laughs> described Macron as having small D energy. And oh, yes. I don't know if I yes. can say that word. Yes, um, you can. I but think. it, you know, rhymes I with. I think you can say it rhymes with lick. Um, <laughs> I'm interested in your <laughs> so, rhyming slang. Yeah, so thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it was it was a little bit rude, but there is this sort of image of Macron. He's not actually that small. He's five foot nine. Is he? Because uh, I was thinking of comparing him a bit to Napoleon, but Napoleon yeah. is five foot seven. And they were only just <laughs> celebrating Napoleon's death, which is a weird thing to celebrate. It seems Strange. to me. Strange. Why would you celebrate Napoleon's death? I know. Rather I mean, celebrate sad. his birth. But, By all means, but it's death. But the death. two men have one thing in common more yeah. than anything. They have a deep-seated jealousy of Britain. They, they, they hate Britain, but they love it. They, they admire yes. us, but they want to stick it to us. They've, they've got this, and Macron has that yes. in oodles. Well, Peter Hitchens actually wrote an interesting piece on Sunday about this. He said, actually, wasn't it great fun that we were back at war with the <laughs> French? Because actually, we're quite it's similar. It's like old times. Yeah, it Lovely. is. <laughs> and we are kind of quite like each other in a funny sort of way. We are. Probably more than we would like to think. But I thought as well it was hilarious when um, uh, the French all kind of came in and then suddenly the, the, the British gunboats appeared. They just all left. I mean, it didn't even, it wasn't, there wasn't even any kind of hanging about. It was just like, oh, Christ, let's go. And they all sort of immediately into reverse and back to Calais, which apparently they're now going to just kind of blockade Calais. 
Yeah. Which actually effectively means they don't go anywhere. Well, they're blockading themselves. Yeah, they? they just yeah. literally get stand on the boats and don't yeah. move them. And this is all for the pol the tiny breadcrumbs that our fishermen were given yeah. from, from the rubbish deal that they got. So yes. Tiny breadcrumbs, and that's how the But I, of course, had react. one of these historians on, who was obviously a Ramona as well, yeah. uh, to talk about kind of, you know, former sea battles that we'd had with the French, because mm. not what we were, you know, hamming it up or anything, you know. <laughs> this is going to be like the Battle of Trafalgar. You know? <laughs> 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 Should we get HMS Victory out of the dock in Portsmouth, you know, start getting out there. But um, he said, well, of course, the French have had access to our water for a very long time. I said, well, no, they haven't. They've only had access since 1973, mm. surely. You know, what about the, the Battle of La Manche, which right. was back in, like, the 12th century? Mm. You know, and he didn't really have anything to say. People are going, but they've always fished there. No, they yeah, haven't. They've they only haven't. fished there uh, since before, you know, Hartlepool yeah. was a Tory seat. You know, it's not and that long ago. And they didn't think twice about decimating our fishing no. industry and having our no. fishermen have to burn their boats you know, it's not, there, there's not one single thought of the unfairness mm. of it all from right. the French. And the sad thing is, Macron had a friend in us. We want to be friends. Yeah. We're like a sitting duck friend for yes. the French. And he keeps wanting to stick it to us. Instead. Well, London like, is, is still, as far as I'm aware, the 13th biggest city in France. Because so many French people live here, Over right? Over 400,000 yeah, yeah. French. Yeah. Most of them around South Ken. Right, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make sure we keep an eye on them because yeah, you yeah. never know. If you see them on the Serpentine, they might be trying to make some kind of <laughs> <Pipe> land grab. <laughs> but I mean, they had a BBC, of course, doing the, 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 the wrong thing as ever took a crew over to, um, to France and were interviewing this guy who ran a fish shop and he picked up a crab and it was this lovely big sort of crab about this size and he said, this is a you know, Jersey crab. You can't get them anywhere else. They're the most amazing crabs. And of course, we can't get them anymore. And it's like, that's not even true. Yeah. You can fish for them if you want. You just have to fill out a form yeah. and get permission. We have to prove your history, I think, and as, maybe, a, as a And maybe fisherman. pay us some money for taking the crabs out of the water, that would be yeah. fine. Yeah, if we What's were rocked up in fishing boats off the coast of Nice, they'd yeah. have something to say about yes. it, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh exactly. And I the likes of, you know, the arch Ramonas were all getting ready to don their little EU flag military uniforms to go and join Macron in, yes. in, in fighting our fishermen. And I think they were slightly disappointed that they couldn't oh, yeah. um, join Well, they their, hated their the fact that, that, that <laughs> Boris, because I was saying this to someone else, can you imagine Theresa May sending the gunboats? No. It would never have happened. She no. would have gone, oh, should we organise a summit? Yeah. You know, let's have a meeting. Let's send them some sandwiches. Let's send have some, tea you know. cake. But I mean, I was masterstroke by Boris to that do it because, because it cut it in. And, and people were arguing that night, even though they'd gone, mm. how, this, how dangerous it was. Well, hang on, it's, it's yeah. done what, was, what it was supposed to do. It's chased them all back to France. Yeah. It's all over. They get lost. And they were tiny, tiny boats. little mini Falklands for Boris there. Yes, I think it so. was a mini Falklands. I think so. I think it was brilliant. And yeah. I think, and it shows, because we sometimes forget, because he's allowed himself mm. to be taken over by these nutty sage people, it allows us to remember what Boris, why yeah. he was elected. Yeah. And it's because of things like that. Well, I think yeah. with COVID behind us, hopefully, fingers crossed, that he might go back to the old Boris. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Let's yeah. hope so. So, number three for you. So, I hope I'm not breaching protocols here, because this is someone that you did nominate last week. So, I don't okay. want to get into trouble with you. No, you can nominate people more than once. I mean, Harry and Meghan literally haven't been off the list since Meghan January. Is, yeah. I mean, they're in every single week. So, on the basis that this particular person, which is Gary Lineker, by yeah. the way, um, deserves it probably week after week after week, I'm going to nominate Gary Lineker. Yeah. Um, and the reason is, notwithstanding what you nominated him for, is that, of course, he's in trouble, inverted commas, as many people are, admittedly, yeah. over his tax mm. and his IR35 yes. uh, in terms of this historic taxation that he apparently, allegedly owes on the basis of him being self-employed mm. but not being self-employed. Yes. Um, and I guess, look, it's, it's OK, and he may well be within the rules. I guess my point is, he's such a woke warrior. He's yes. so right on. He's so self-righteous. Why was he trying to evade 
tax, mm. albeit legally, to yes. mitigate his tax position anyway, right. when this is the guy that stands up and tells us all what we should be doing. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, how we should behave and how we should act. So surely, shouldn't he just pay his 40% and that's it and get on with it, rather than trying to avoid it? Well, you might also ask why he takes so much money out of the BBC, which is a publicly funded organisation. Mm. He's had a pay cut. he clearly that doesn't need... Yeah, exactly. He's take, had a pay you know, cut. He's only got to go 1.4 million quid a year now. <laughs> so come on. You know, yeah, I it's mean, a bit like Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, he's yeah. having a hard time. 1.4 million quid, how are you going to live on that? I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, it really is quite extraordinary. But, I mean, you're quite right. I mean, I would, I would on, on most cases, side with the person who was fighting the HMRC on this because mm. I think it's actually quite an unfair um, burden they're trying to put yeah. on Because it's retrospective. Because it's retrospective yeah. as well. They're basically saying, well, I know that you thought you could do this and your accountant yeah. said you could do it and it was quite legal to do it when you did it, but yeah. we're now telling you you can't do it mm. and we're going to come after you and punish you for doing it. Yeah. And I think his bill for national he's, insurance alone is over million. a million, isn't yeah, it? So it's yeah. 9 million in total, which is so, the PAYE, National yeah, Insurance and Corporation right. Tax. I mean, they're basically saying that while he was working at the BBC, he should have been paid as an employee of the BBC. Yeah. And I think the reason they started all of this was because they thought a lot of people that were working at the BBC were just using this as a kind of device. Yeah. So they'd set up a personal service company, uh, they'd get that company to be paid. But yeah. I mean, effectively, the government have now made it almost impossible um, to operate in a way which but, is in but, any but way the beneficial point, yeah. without the 4 million being employed anyway. It's the difference, presumably, between what, what he should have paid and yeah. what he did pay. Well, that's what they'll so, say. So my question to Mr Nicker would be, what do you think can be bought in the mm. public sector for 4.9 million? Yes. How many kids can go to school? Yeah. Yeah. How many nurses? How many nurses? Yeah. How many firing? How many refugees <laughs> can he put up in a hotel? Because, well, of course, one, he brought yeah. one to his house. Although <laughs> we never actually saw the guy. No. Uh, so we don't really know if he had one yeah, yeah. in his house so, look, I think or not. he's a massive hypocrite and will hopefully, he is. to your mm. point earlier, continue to be so. Also, if, yeah. he's offer, off, if he's offered the chance by HMRC to pay up, why doesn't he just pay up? Yeah. yeah well, he'll presumably fight it. And put money back. Well, he is fighting it because apparently this has gone back to about a year ago. He's now appealing it. Um, so this is the first we found out about it was yeah. this weekend. So he's on the basis he just doesn't want to pay the tax. Presumably, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I get your tax point, but to be honest, the hypocrisy of it is the major point. Because wasn't he the same guy that preached to everyone about wearing masks in supermarkets and had a go at people not wearing masks, yep. Yep. and then he and was, was photographed not masks. wearing a mask in a supermarket? Yeah. And this is what people hate. It's yes. actually not the little things. No. Because we all make mistakes, and, and we all get things wrong now and again. It's the preaching, the hypocrisy, and it's millionaires telling the average Joe blogs on the street all the rules they should adhere to yeah. while poncing it's off and doing whatever Mary they like. It is. It's not right. Yes. Mary Antoinette. It is. They're That's Holland. exactly right. I, I mean, don't, shit. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that. I mean, you know, I mean, they might let it go, but I very much doubt it. Um, my final nominee is the FA. Uh, speaking of which, uh, which is not uh, what you think it is, it's the Football <laughs> Association, um, because they've decided to rebadge um, the Three Lions. Now, the Three Lions is an iconic brand, right? You buy your T-shirt or your football shirt for your kids, it's got Three Lions, because that's what the English symbol of battle is, right? I mean, it's been the standard that you hold up. I mean, talk about Agincourt. Yeah. I think they held up the three lions in Agincourt, didn't yeah. they? Well, it's three, the king's emblem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three so, gold lions. So three, three gold lions. It's also Beautiful. the title of a song famously sung by, you know, the lightning seeds, Three yeah. Lions on My Shoulder. They're going to have to rewrite Frank the Skinner, lyrics David Bedil. Yeah, yeah. David Bedil, Skinner, that's yeah. right. It was the 1996 anthem for the Euros, right? Which yeah, and brilliant. they're brave enough to be funny. Yeah, well, they were, but not anymore, <laughs> I'm afraid. They cancelled. Yeah, I'm sorry. They can't be funny anymore. <laughs> but, you know, so now here's what they've done. They've changed the three lions, right? So now there's a daddy lion. Lion, there's a mummy lion and there's a baby lion. So, I mean, first of all, they've got it completely wrong because surely if you're going to rebrand it, you have to brand it with every available gender. Now, according to the BBC, there's at least 97 types of gender, right? This is this is on a BBC educational children's show, by the way. 
So if you know, 97 lines is what they need on the shirt. Not, not but that's not two, quite got the same ring to it in a tune, is 97, it? 97 lines on my shirt. Lines on my yeah. shirt. Well, neither is, you know, a daddy line, a mummy <laughs> line and a baby line on my shirt either. Well, that's that's the three bears. It does sound like the three bears. But, I mean, this is apparently, they've also rebranded the FA. They're now calling it England Football. Oh, stop it. I don't know what's, what's, what's wrong with the Football Association. It? Women haven't been protesting on the street saying we want a mummy female lion on the crest. We haven't been. No one said a word. It's a group of weirdos sat around a table in some small little stinky room going, what words and images can we make really offensive and tell people they're weapons that hurt them now? Oh, three lions on the shirt. So the Football no Association has it. male connotations or something? Well, it? I've Perhaps. got no idea. As a woman, well, I don't feel excluded done, right? This is apparently, and this is, this is how I find, I mean, I'd love to have a job. I know there are lots of people who have jobs which, you know, I don't understand. How about this, right? The New England Football Badge, which is the culmination of an 18-month project uh, by design studio Matter, uh, represents every part of the football industry. They've taken 18 months to come up with this. How much does this cost? Well, you do. You wonder. So lion, lioness and cubs stand for men's, women's and children's football. And then it says that they've also removed the iconic shield and the roses. Why? Why? And the crown, the king's that? crown? Has well, the gone? crown wasn't there, but there, 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 there were roses and right. there was a shield. And they've all gone now. Presumably, I don't know why. Why wouldn't you want a shield? I don't know the shield. I mean, it's not even a sword. It's not like it's a piece of. But now it's not a weapon. Now the seal is broken. Where does it stop? Because what about the disabled? What about the people who are triggered by lions? What about you know people who who feel very scared about? about There's a lion in a wheelchair. What about the (laughs) There's no. Yeah, where's the disabled lion? Come on. I mean, let's be fair. But this is true. You are opening a Pandora's box, and for sport to be politicised, it's so unfair. Also, maybe as uh, as we were discussing earlier, you should put a few other animals in. You know, yeah, you leopards, panther, yeah, yeah. a puma, tigers. Can't Where's the poor tigers? It's tigerist, not tigerist. to have a tiger. Yeah. In it's there. so. And you know the rugby. Says here, look, hang yeah. on. It says here. I don't know what they're doing with the rugby. It says <laughs> the ten roses have been admit, omitted to show that football is for everyone. Well, why wasn't it before? I don't get What's it. What's that got to do with roses? I don't know. Is it some England connotation? Red rose. Apparently, there was no real Sorry. reason why they were there in the first place. Well, right. apart from the fact apart that there's tradition. an English rose, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. something like the famous flower of England, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? I have no idea. I mean, you refer to people as English roses, don't you? And, 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 and I bet the bill was a million quid. Probably. To change all that. I know. I'm not up for all this inclusive stuff. I think it's actually quite damaging and, and starts to divide on so many levels. Because are you chaps thinking, who are these women barking on about wanting a woman lion? And uh, none of, no one is. No there one is. There is no movement no. putting no. pressure for this to happen. It's no. just a group of, what, five, six and people? And a, a lion cub. I mean, you know, surely if you're going into battle, i.e. a football match, which should be like going into battle because you want to win it. Mm. You wouldn't take your kids with you. You take your three lions <laughs> and away you go, don't you? <laughs> you, you, you? Come on, son. You come and fight them as well. Mm-hmm. I don't that you did, and your wife. Mm. I mean, uh, I know that's going to sound horri- horrifically sexist, <laughs> but you know, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? What are the cricket? Isn't the the crest for cricket the three lines as well? Are they? I think copying? so. Well, they probably have to now. To have it's to. like the beginning the rugby, now. Of the rugby, the rugby end will of our have crest. to do it as well, yeah. presumably. Well, yeah. rugby's now banned the Saxon name they oh, give yes. for one of their so uh, English have. team. Uh, English. No, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit worried about Essex. So Essex, it's three swords. So presumably they're going to have to go. It's going to have to be a sword. Well, I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if Essex was actually just discommunicated from altogether. Yeah. Well, we, we, we do seek our it. independence, actually. Or rather, can the island on Essex? Yes, I can tell you that's though. fine. What about the Isle of Sheppey? Is that in Essex? <laughs> that's Ken. Is it? Yeah, yeah that's I'm not in. great. So now we've got the final three from each of us. That's nine. Uh, we're going to carry over Harry and Meghan, right? So that makes mm-hmm. ten. Top ten. But we need to get it down to three. So you guys now have to choose uh, each other's favourite. So why don't you choose Russell's 
Tell us what your three so my were. My recap was the London electorate for mm. being stupid enough to re-elect Sadiq Khan, Gwyneth Paltrow, and yet again Gary Lineker. So I'm going to have one? to go with Gwynny. Okay, because she's good such fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She is fun. Right, so you tell me your three. So my three, it was Macron, it was the New Zealand Olympic Committee, oh, yes. and it was John Burko. Well, I think it's going to be Macron, isn't it? It's got to be Macron for the failed Battle of Waterloo or whatever it was. Well, his vaccine rollout's already been called the, the Waterloo of vaccines. I know, absolutely hopeless. So Macron goes into the mix. And so my three, Such an insult, isn't it? Uh, GMB, Good Morning Britain, Keir yeah. Starmer and the English FA. Ooh, actually, is... those are three good ones. Yeah, right? so it's very difficult to choose between yeah. those three. Yeah. Hard to know, isn't it? I mean, Keir Starmer definitely deserves it, doesn't he? he Not does. just for the election mm. loss, but the way he handled the reshuffle yes. thereafter. Uh, and will it's continue definitely to been be a, bad a, week a, a plank. Him. But I think he'll have his day again, won't he? Mm. He will. He'll be back. Um, so I guess... I don't know. What do you think? It's tough. I would go for the, the FA. Um, because yeah, I think it's so. a good one. I think yeah. so. I think yeah. it's they really one. let the fan, They really it, let this country it down. It's woke side down. Yeah, yeah, they have let the side down. It's woke gone mad. It is. Woke gone mad. Okay, so then... So Gwyneth... Emmanuel Macron and the English FA. Who's going to win? Given well, that the other two will be second and third, obviously. Yeah. So they're, they are. These are the top three planks. Um, I, I would. I would suggest it should be Macron actually, because that was horrendous. Yeah. What went on there? It, it was silly, sort of. Um, really stupid. Yeah. Muscle kicking, yeah. willy wagging, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then the retreat. It's which like they used get to. Get willy out, but actually it's not very big, and yeah. you shouldn't be wagging it around. Run off because it Yeah. Put, yeah, yeah. put it away. Put it away. Macron. It's nothing to look at. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing yeah. to see put here. Put the snake back in the basket. <laughs> you know exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd agree with that. So Macron, Emmanuel Macron wins plank of the week. Should we give Gwyneth second place just for? Because I know you'd like that. I do. I like her, and I just wanted to keep talking. And the English FA. She's great value, but her candles aren't. <laughs> no, exactly right. So, uh, Zutalo, uh, the winner of Plank of the Week, uh, is indeed a French. He is Emmanuel Macron. Thanks to Belinda and thanks to Russell for coming in. We'll see you again very soon. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.